This is the Rabbi Patrick Podcast, Episode 18, Finding Meaning in Ordinary Life. regular listener to this podcast, you're probably surprised by the music that you just heard. Uh, that is a, a happy mishap or accident. Uh, so I just switched computers. Well, technically, I deleted everything on the old computer and uh, set up a new version and blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, in the process, I put the jingle that opens the podcast on a hard drive that I'm not, I don't have right now. And this is the first podcast that I have recorded uh, on this sort of cleaned up laptop. So stuck without the original intro music, I thought, you know what, let's do something different. So that is the intro to the song God Lives in New York City by the band Can Can, which I was thrilled to be a part of. Uh, we were on J-Dub Records for like a millisecond before they shut down. Uh, but I think you can check us out online, Can Can. Sometimes it was spelled C-A-N, exclamation point, exclamation point, C-A-N. Google doesn't like that spelling. Uh, but if you type in Can Can Band Atlanta, uh, we'll pop up that way too. So we did a couple of cool records. Uh, Mary and Josh were terrific bandmates. Uh, it's one of the highlights of my life was getting to be in that band. So that is not what we are here to talk about. We are here to talk about Finding meaning in ordinary life. Now, not only was the jingle different, but this episode is a little different. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a piece of a video that I did for Punctura. It's called Finding Meaning in Ordinary Life, and it's actually a very small, it's a one-hour class, and you can actually download that class. There's a video, uh, you can download the audio version, there's also some notes, there's a, basically a map that you go through uh, that can help you on this journey of finding meaning in ordinary life. But I'm going to give you the first sort of piece of it, and you can go online if you like it, uh, and you can actually download the class. You can choose how much you pay, so there are some prices, and you just choose the one that you want. So if you feel like you can give a lot, great. If you feel like you cannot, that's great too, no problem. Uh, go on there. If you like this, if you, this gets exciting to you, go on there, download the class. Uh, it's not like Darshan Yeshiva, it's not a membership. Uh, you just get it. You can, like I said, download it and you're good to go. So, finding meaning in ordinary life. This class, this short course, is about a problem that exists that I've noticed with people today, which is that we believe falsely that in order to have a life that is meaningful, to have a life that is special, to know your place in the universe, you have to make very big, bold decisions. I have to move out of town. I have to divorce my spouse. I have to get a new job. I have to do whatever, go to school to become a rocket scientist, whatever the big thing is. And I'm not against big, bold moves. Right, Avraham, Abraham uh, is told, Lechacha, get out, go, leave your father's house uh, to a land that you will uh, have and your descendants will have. So, yes, big things happen, burning bush moments happen, but what happens when they're not happening? 
What happens when things like that are not happening? How do you know that life is worthwhile without the big moments? What do you do day to day? So how do you find meaning in ordinary life? Here's a clip from that. Again, if you're interested in the class, uh, links are in the show notes. Uh, you can go on there. There's a preview thing for the class. There's also, a, once you read kind of what the class is about, you can click on the download uh, button and then you'll be able to take the class. So hope you enjoy Finding Meaning in Ordinary Life, a short excerpt. What we're going to do in this class is we're going to challenge a very basic assumption which is that big things make people happy. And we're also going to talk a little bit about um, what meaning is, how we arrive at meaning, and we're gonna have a method for uh, sort of checking in with ourselves, a toolkit, if you will, for meaning. So if you ever have moments in your life where you are lacking meaning, uh, we'll have a toolkit that will be helpful for bringing us where we need to be. So, although I'm a rabbi, this class is open and available to anyone. There's not a lot of what we think of as Judaism in this course, um, but actually there's a lot philosophically, uh, emotionally, spiritually, um, but it is not going to be text. We're not going to be studying Talmud or Torah or uh, whatever the case may be. We're going to begin by asking ourselves a question, which is, how did we get here? You know, what, uh, what are we right now? What are the circumstances of our being, of all of this stuff? So start with a quote from the great Jewish sage, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's not Jewish, um, but uh, he's a scientist, a very famous sort of pop culture scientist, and here's what he says. We are all connected to each other biologically, to the Earth chemically, and to the rest of the universe atomically. So we're connected to each other biologically, to the Earth chemically, and to the rest of the universe atomically. What does that mean? So biologically, we are part of the tree of life. We evolved out of other things. We are a constant transitional form. So we are not static. We are not sitting here, dropped here, not moving, not changing, not growing. We came as uh, the future children of single-celled organisms uh, and all of the other things in life. We didn't evolve from apes. We have a, we have a common ancestor to apes, right? So everything that exists now, uh, we have a common ancestor to, if you go back, back and back and back and back in the uh, ancestral chain or the tree of life, right? So if you are playing with your cat, or if you see a bird outside, or you catch a snake uh, in your garden, you have a biological connection to that creature. You have a shared history. In fact, if you look at uh, what science has said about certain parts of our body, they can be connected back to um, animals in the past. And there's a lot of really great, uh, interesting science around that. You know, why do we have blind spots? Why, when we come out of water, 
Uh, do our eyes see things a certain way? When we look at a glass of water with a straw in it, why does it appear the way that it does? Um, so there's things like that that have to do with different parts of our body. Um, a hiccup. When we hiccup, it's actually a muscle that we no longer use that's having spasms from when we would go from water to air and water to air. So interesting things like that. So we are connected to everything biologically. There is never a time when you are not connected to something in your environment. If there's people around you, you are connected to them. We actually share more in common person to person than two apes share together. Uh, there is a bottleneck of, I think, around 400 human beings who are responsible for all of the human beings that exist uh, on this planet. So we are all connected to each other biologically. Chemically, we are connected. The chemistry, the soup of the world, of creation, um, is all the same. The chemicals that make up my body, uh, that make up the blade of grass, that make up the tree, that make up the, uh, the deer, the whatever, all of this is connected chemically. We are all a mix of the periodic table. Uh, the rocks, uh, the stream, everything. There's water in the ocean, there's water in us. Um, it's all the same chemical makeup. So, if you're at the beach and you're looking out at the water, notice that that water is also inside you. It's the same landscape, if you will. It's often why people feel very connected in nature because those natural things are us. We are a part of that. We are made of those same chemicals, the same periodic table. Now, if we go from the interpersonal, the, the biological, and then we leave the world of our planet, which is chemical, then we're looking at the rest of the universe. And that's where we get into the world of atoms, right? We get into uh, how, uh, the essential elements were cooked in stars. Carbon comes essentially from stars. And we are carbon-based life forms, so I went from being connected to the things, the, the, the sentient creatures around me, I'm connected to uh, the chemicals of the Earth, and now I'm connected to stars and galaxies and asteroids, right? We think of ourselves as living in the universe, but that's actually not true because the universe is everything that exists. So that means that you are the universe. We here right now are the universe. So now for our second quote, we are a way for the cosmos to know itself. Our first Jewish quote uh, from Carl Sagan. We are a way for the cosmos to know itself. Because we have this connection to the universe, because we're made of the same things atomically, we are the universe's way of talking about the universe. If we are the only life in the universe that is able to have this kind of dialogue with the universe, it's truly amazing then. We are utterly alone, and yet we are surrounded by things that make up us, and we have a relationship to that other. We can talk about it. You know, we can talk about the stars and the moon and a chair and a leaf and all these other things and 
Because we're made of the same things, because we are all a part of the universe, we have a special role. You might even say that humanity has a certain level of chosenness where we can talk about the rest of this great makeup of the universe of which we are a piece. It's almost like a puzzle. So you imagine a puzzle has all of these different pieces. We are the piece that is able to talk about the whole puzzle, and potentially the only ones. So the question I ask you, when you think about this, when you hear this, that we are connected to all of these things, that we are a part of this universe, that we, can, we are the universe's way of talking about itself, how does that make you feel, and why? Give that some thought.